Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brother, Chris, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast at THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. And the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook, you should bet that the Stars are going to win by at least four goals because the Dallas Stars win for the second time this week over the Minnesota Wild by a final score of 7-2. to two. Chris, how are you feeling tonight? Oh, deja vu. I mean, last game was amazing, and this game is even better. I mean, just, just pile it on. That second period was just beautiful. 16 shots to three for Minnesota. I mean, we just fully bent them over and spanked them over and over again throughout the entirety of the last six periods. And I enjoyed every last second of it. I hope Wild fans were crying themselves to sleep on Monday, and I hope they do it again tonight, and I hope they suck this bad for the rest of forever. Y'all suck. (laughs) That's because you didn't get your licks in last night, right? Correct. Or the other night, excuse me, because James and I got all our licks in on Monday night. We, it was it was ridiculous the the amount of hate that we were getting. Oh, but it was so much fun to go on Twitter and troll a little bit. Oh, and you know what's funny? The only time that I troll with the podcast X account is when it's the Minnesota Wild fan base. Like I don't do it with any other fan base. It's just because you make it so easy, Minnesota (laughs) Wild fans. The things you argue for and you get so mad. It's great. It's my favorite thing. Oh man. So I mean, the stars played an excellent game tonight. So let, let's give it to them first before we get onto the wild a little bit, but the stars for the second game in a row, I loved the way they played defense tonight. They they proved it again for the second game in a row that, yes, you know, Mero Haskinen is an extremely important 
uh, person to this team. But man, they're doing they're doing okay without him. the the fir- The first game was excellent. Harley is really stepping into that role as the number one uh, minute muncher for the Stars. Uh, Hamley is doing pretty well in some exaggerated roles and getting some extra ice time. Uh, Nils Lundqvist gets a goal tonight. I mean, just it, it's it's really cool to see how this team has kind of gelled together, especially after that those uh, three games that they probably should have won that they lost. Yeah. We, we talked about what an opportunity it was for Harley and Lundqvist, and they are both making the most of it. I mean, Harley, like you said, pretty much is showing that he is ready to be a number one defenseman in the NHL, not just he's ready for the NHL, which was the question mark going in. He's ready to be one of the guys for this team. He, he is solidly our second best defenseman now. 100%. You couldn't have asked for his season to go any better. Um, and, and he's taken just an, another step when, when with Haskinen gone. He's able to show that he, he could be the guy if we needed it. We don't want that to be the case, but if we need it, he's there. And then Lundqvist, two games in a row, he's at 19 minutes time on ice. He gets 19-10 tonight. He gets two points, one goal, one assist. Great assist. It was a great – it was a good goal too. I mean, it's kind of garbage time, but who cares? It's a goal. So – both of those guys are really taking advantage of this opportunity that they're getting. And especially for me, Lundquist is, I mean, to get that much trust these past two games and to do very well as well. I mean, he played great. So that leads to some questions going forward. I mean, obviously you would think that Hanley is coming out of the lineup when Miro returns, which is not going to be for a while, but it's kind of crazy and to think that it's only been what three games without him right now. And the first game, they looked a little rough, but then the, the two, the last two games and yes, it's against the wild. So not a playoff team, but still they, they've all of the defensemen have looked pretty decent and they've gotten a lot of help from the forwards. Just the team defense overall has looked great. The last two games. Yeah, I, I feel like they really stepped up very well, especially when we needed it, especially for Matt Murray. And even tonight for Wedgwood, they did the same thing, limited them to 23 shots tonight. I mean, we, we want to keep doing that, especially if we can keep putting up goals the way we are. Definitely keep doing that. And who knows, maybe we look back at this at the end of the season, we're like, that time we lost Otter and Miro at the same time. What a blessing. We were able to come together as a team, figure out how to get back to our team defense and keep the offensive and keep the offense going. This might be a blessing in disguise. Who knows? We might figure something out. But it's an important stretch of the season to try and figure something out, too, because we've got a bunch more Central Division matchups in the next uh, next week here. Well, the crazier thing about the shots on goal when you're talking about that, Chris, they had nine. The Wild had nine shots through the first two periods. They doubled their shots. They had 14 in the third. So... I mean, yeah, they, they, you, you might say, oh, well, they allowed a lot of shots in the third period. Who cares? I mean, the goals, the, the goals that went in, there, there was one major mistake. That was it, and it was on the power play. And it was on a on the five-on-three yeah, power on play. Five on five-on-three, can you really call that a major mistake? <laughs> you shouldn't allow a pass like that through. You shouldn't and allow a slam dunk, yeah, but it's and, and a five-on-three. I'm, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm really not mad. Y- yeah, like, Yanni and Essa, like, 99 times out of 100 don't allow that pass to get through on five on four or five on three. And the one time they allow it through. 
it's what it's whatever. It was the game was pretty much out of reach at that point, anyways. You want something to be mad at? How about that tripping call on Sagan? That was oh, the, yeah, was the like... officiating the past two games has been the craziest thing I've seen. I mean, I'm glad it hasn't mattered, but my goodness. And for that call to be called on Sagan right after he literally got a two hand cross check right to the lower back and went face first into the boards with nothing called. I mean, to come back and score after that is the ultimate justice of the game. I'm not even really mad at the refs. I, I'm just hacked off at the Minnesota fan base. Oh, you're the, the super divers and, and all the, the little memes they made. No, I'm about... mad at the refs. The refs sucked the past two games. They were bad. <laughs> I mean, because the first penalty on Dallas yesterday, 100% was a dive. Maybe the second one. Oh, the second one was a dive too. But what, but are, there what was... else are we supposed to do? Yeah, they there's plenty like of other chances for them to make calls. I mean, there in tonight even Rope Hintz gets two hand slashed as he's on a rush going up, going into the going towards the wild net. Goodness, I can't talk. Pavelski gets cross checked in the back in the slot like he does every game and it never gets called. I mean, uh, we're gonna have to start diving if the rest are gonna call stuff. I guess I don't know. It didn't work. I mean, we still only got two power plays and one of them was because of a delay of game. One of the uh, the things that I probably should have looked up before starting the pod tonight is where we're at when it comes to power plays four for the Dallas stars. I I'm not joking. I would not be surprised if like someone looks it up right now for us in the chat and tells us we're 30th, 31st or 32nd in the league with power yeah. plays gotten. I, agree. I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of that makes sense. There's no way that we're even in the middle of the pack. If, at least that's just what it feels like. If, if the stats wrong and I'm like six and we're like 16th or 17th, I would legit be shocked. We're not. We're at the bottom. I'm sure. Yeah, we we have to be. So maybe eventually it the the ship will be uh, righted. That's not a word, but I'm going with it. But it it, it sucks right now when. I guess it really doesn't suck that much because we, we we've outscored. Yeah, when the you wild, play the Wild, it doesn't suck. I see the Wild suck. They're like the worst hockey team in the NHL. They can't play. They can't do special teams. Tonight they couldn't do five on five. They even gifted a goal and they scored one off their butt and they still couldn't win the game. I mean, goodness, the Wild are so bad. Yeah, it wasn't off their. It wasn't I'm gonna off keep going butt. after the Wild a little bit more here. We sweep the season <laughs> series. All of them blowout games. We score four shorthanded goals only against the Wild. Man, these guys stink. State of hockey, my butt. What a terrible you... franchise. What a terrible team. What a terrible fan base. What a terrible state. Who wants to live in Minnesota? Minnesota. 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 Suck um, it wild. Did you hear the uh it, did you hear the stat that they said about the fact that you know we had scored four shorthanded goals against the Minnesota Wild, and there are 16 teams in the NHL that have not even scored four go shorthanded goals. Yeah, it helps having <laughs> a Tyler Sagan and a Rope Hints killing your penalties. That's kind of nice. Yes, it really it works does. Out pretty well for us. It really does. Uh, also, now, since the uh, since the Dumba hit on uh, Pavelski, the Wild have won one game against the Stars. Just want to throw justification. that out as well. Justification, yes. Uh, I do want to say talk about one thing about the Wild, and you will probably not feel the same sentiment I do. 
But man, I feel really bad for their rookie goaltender getting thrown in like that. I really do. I, I, I know I'm supposed to hate the wild and I still do. And I don't like their fan base, but I, I can at the same time feel really bad for the goaltender. Right. D- do you have any sense of like depression for him? I, I really feel very bad for him in his first NHL start. He's so excited and he, he was actually doing okay. I really thought he was doing okay through the first two periods. Well, first half of the game and then it, it just exploded and it wasn't really his fault. His team was just allowing, you know, rush chance after rush chance after rush chance and not blocking anything, not doing anything to help him out. Uh, nope. it, Kid plays for the wild. He sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I did kind of feel bad for him, honestly. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 9th. The Kings are taking on the Lightning. The Kings with a minus 115. The Lightning with a 105. The Sharks taking on the Maple Leafs with a plus 350 for the Sharks and a minus 455 for the Maple Leafs. And then you also have the Seattle Kraken taking on the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken with a minus 108 and the Sabres with a minus 112. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. I feel bad for the goalie. And man, every time we play the wild, I'm always like, man, that favor guy is really good. <laughs> yes. he. Okay. I got to give Minnesota credit there as well. Brock Faber. He He's seems to be insane. the only guy that's like really hardcore trying on that team right now. Yeah. If, if there wasn't a Connor Bedard, he would be a shoe in for the Calder. Well, he might be because now Connor Bedard is hurt for the next weeks, two months. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, Brock Faber, that 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 one stat blew my mind. They were allow they're relying on a rookie defenseman to play like a ridiculous amount of minutes. He he's played like over thirty minutes five times since December fourteenth. Like Mira Haskinen doesn't even do that. That that's is, stupid. Faber is so good. I mean, every time he touches the puck, it it it's, it's similar to Miro. It's like the effortless thing that we always talk about with Miro. It's just so easy for him. He just gets out of the zone, no problem. Pokes the puck off sticks, no problem. And he can actually throw some weight around, too. I mean, he's a lot of fun to watch. I like I like Brock Faber. Now but, he, but he, wears, have... he wears forest green, so actually I hate him, though. <laughs> he 
had several mistakes in the last two games that led to Dallas goals. But the fact is, is he he's playing so much and a yeah. ridiculous amount. You kind of have to give him some grace. I mean, he is the he is the reason they scored the goal tonight. He threw the puck towards the net, the first goal. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else he's supposed to do. So, I do I do feel bad for those two players. I do, but the rest of them screw him. Like, yeah, the Hartman, rest of them can go to heck. Yeah, Hartman go. Well, actually, I feel bad for Zuccarello too because he once in a once upon a time was he a betrayed Dallas us. Star. But uh, uh, who's who's this guy? Uh, Nick Felino's brother sucks at hockey. Marcus Felino, screw him! <laughs> like no one likes him. So I love seriously. that uh, sports tune of Felino crying. I use yes. that all the time. It's my I know favorite. you. Hey, you used it Monday night. I saw that. That was hilarious. I did, yeah, I couldn't get on the pod Monday night, so I had to do some trolling, and it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to block a couple of people uh Monday night. I don't normally uh, do that. I'm the person that gets blocked. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I, I can't <laughs> I can't see that at all, Chris. Can I? Well okay. Either way, I feel like these two games were just the perfect way for us to bounce back after our first really bad three-game loss. And I really hope this kind of springboards us into the next important part of the schedule here. We got a lot of central division opponents coming up a lot of need to win games. I mean, some, some games against some bad opponents, you need to take care of business, get Otter back in there, see if he can get back to form as well. Cause even before his injury, he wasn't playing great. And we were talking about that too, a little bit. So we need to see how he can bounce back from the injury, see if he can play a little bit better and, See if this whole no Miro thing and good defense is actually real, or if it's just that Minnesota's bad at hockey. So, but but before we before we move off of this game, actually, uh, let, let let's do our biggest winner, biggest loser, and I, I kind of want to look ahead a little bit because there's not really much to talk about with this game. So we'll we'll very briefly discuss the other stuff. But uh, who's your biggest winner, biggest loser out of this game? My biggest winner for this one, just because we haven't really been giving him a lot of love this season, I feel like, even though it's he's been insane. Tyler Sagan, he is incredible. He gets another goal tonight, another even-strength goal. That's how he scores all of them right now, and he has just been absolutely fantastic. We, we've talked about it for the past three months now. The Duchesne-Sagan-Marchment line is just unstoppable it is amazing right now and the speed and skill and size that they have is just going to be so dangerous when the playoffs come to who's your biggest loser for this evening biggest loser is the rookie goalie from the wild don't even know his <laughs> name poor guy lit in seven in his first game that's gonna hurt you know no yes. i take that back he doesn't get the biggest loser the biggest loser goes to the Minnesota Wild for putting in their prospect goalie when they just knew they were going to get shellacked because they were playing their big brother. They should have waited. <laughs> so it's just the whole, it's, it's the coach, I guess you should say. Yeah. John Hines. Coach decided to put him in. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. Uh, for me, th there's a lot of people that you could pick here tonight, but you know what? I, since he's not, I, I don't know what the future is going to look like for him. Nils Lundqvist. I'll give it to him tonight. Uh, I'm kind of riding the coattails of uh, Taylor from Defending Big D. She gave him the number one star uh, at the American Airlines Center tonight. She was the one that chose the three stars. So uh, I'll jump on that. It's been so cool to watch him play the last two games, and it really makes my heart happy. Like 
It the, feels the like this is what he needs to be doing. This like, is what, what he can do. And and this is and and it's sad to realize this in the fact that it makes that it more what, frustrating. <laughs> yes, because but what required him to get more ice time and to play a little bit better is to have Miro Heiskin out of the lineup. Why can't we have our cake and ice cream with it at the same exactly. time? Why can't we have I want both? all of it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's but, not. And it's not just I, I blame the coaching staff a lot for the nil stuff, but he's been given chances. It's not like he hasn't had these opportunities. And then finally he's he's forced. He he's going to play. We know that. And then he takes advantage of it. Like at least well, he's doing it. I, I'm glad. But man, why couldn't it happen at the beginning of the year? Ugh. Well, the the thing is, is I think forced is the wrong word because that implies something that like he's got some sort of like pressure on his back. There is no pressure on him right now. Yeah. Absolutely none. He is going to play. Like they can't call anybody up. They to to make it work to get somebody up to play in the lineup. It's him. Like DeBoer has no choice. Like the coaching staff has no choice. They have to throw him in the lineup. And I wonder if that's why he's playing better cuz he doesn't have that security blanket of Hanley uh to to rely upon Pete DeBoer. The security blanket of Hanley to throw in there when he thinks Nils is not doing well enough. So whatever Adam, whatever it is, Nils needs to find a way to capture what's in his head right now and keep it going even when Miro's back. Because if exactly. we can have Miro and Nils playing the way he is right now and Harley, we are going to be in great shape. And and that wasn't a slight at Pete DeBoer. Like you said, he's yeah. had his chances. Nils has had his chances and he has blown it like Two out of three times, four out of five times. He's looked good some games, and then most of the games he has some really bad mitigating. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, mitigating like defensive deficiencies. So I'll steal some of Ardell's word. I thought it mitigate the exact same time, Ardell. That's weird. It's like we share a brain or something. Okay. Um, but, but I mean, you could also look. I mean, Lindell quietly has three assists. Like, what the heck? Um, Pavelski with the goal, Robertson with the goal, Duchesne with the goal. Sam Steele gets in on the offense again, and he's having a great season for the Dallas Stars on the fourth line. Um, Suter, he's a plus four. What the heck? <laughs> so I hope they can keep this feeling, and we can keep this feeling moving forward because the way that I felt after that third loss uh, I don't even remember who we played in the third loss. Reds. The Predators. Uh, I never want to feel like that again for the rest of the season. And if, if they can bottle up some of this joy, some of this confidence that they have right now, when they don't have their number one goalie and their number one defenseman, I mean, I only see bright things for the future for this Dallas Stars team. We'll have to see excited. how much of these last two games is the trash that is the Minnesota wild though. Cause it very well, maybe I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both to be honest with you. I, I think both can be true. Okay. So really quick looking at the schedule moving forward, we have got lots of, I know you say like teams that they should beat, but some of these teams are not little teams. The yeah, only not, one I not see all of them. We've got some sprinkled in like the Blackhawks, the Blackhawk game. We should absolutely win. Uh, especially without Connor Bedard now, especially that because he was their, he basically was their offense. Although, you know, here, 
sorry, random side tangent. Do you know who could possibly be the all-star replacement for Connor Bedard for the Chicago Blackhawks? Did you see? No. Jason Dickinson. Did you see? Oh, wow. All-star that, Jason Dickinson. He, no, I'm not joking. Like, you should go look at it. He had a ridiculous, like, toe drag goal. I'm like, is that the same guy that was on the fourth line with us, like, five years ago or however long ago it was? Like, he, I think he has 15 goals on the season. 14, 15 goals on the season. I'm serious. You should go look at his stats. It's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if they make him the... uh Make him the all-star representative. It's possible. Um, anyways, uh, coming up for the Dallas Stars on the schedule, you got the Preds on Friday. We talked about the Blackhawks on Saturday. You get two days off, which is very rare in the uh, month of January for the Dallas Stars. Um, and then we've got a couple of tough games. Uh, we've got LA at home, and then we go on the road for four, and we head up to the Northeast. We go to Philadelphia. We go to New Jersey. We play the Islanders, and then we play Detroit. So I know, like, especially the Islanders and Detroit, those two teams are kind of on the bubble a little bit, like below bubble. They're below the playoff line, I think, right now, if I remember correctly, or they're very close, or they're right there in the wild card. But Philadelphia has been a pretty good team this year, surprisingly, very surprisingly. And then the Devils have had a lot of injuries, so they've just been trying just to tread water until they get – people to uh, return and they seem to be getting their uh, their act together here. So it, it's it, it's a it's another tough stretch for the Dallas Stars coming up here. So uh, which of those games are you kind of pinpointing and looking forward to the most? I'm just I always look forward to playing uh, Eastern Conference teams. It's always fun to see new faces to play against and fun being in buildings that you're only in once a year. I, I think I'm most excited to see them play against uh, play against Philly. Uh, they got uh, Duhame is the new guy that they got. Is that right? In Philly? Yeah. No, Drysdale. Drysdale. Yeah, Drysdale. I don't know from, where Duhame came from. Um, <laughs> but th- they got a little bit of extra extra pep in them after they, they had a really good stretch there for a while. And recently, the past five, six games, they kind of fell off that pace a little bit. But that, that'll probably pick them back up, at least for the next couple of games. It'll be fun to see to see Philadelphia with an actual good hockey team for the first time in a while. And well, and the thing is a lot of the players are the same. It's just that the, the players that were hurt last season for like for the whole season, which was mostly Atkinson and, uh, Oh my gosh, his name escaped me. Uh, uh, Sean Couturier. I don't know why his name escaped me. Uh, those two guys coming back has made a huge difference for them. But honestly, the the game I'm look really looking forward to is the the New Jersey game. The Devils, they they're like a fun team to watch. They really are. Like if there's no Stars game on and there's a Devils game on and there's other, you know, there's like five other games going on, I'm choosing the uh the Devils to watch cuz they really are a, a ton of fun to watch. Now, uh last thing and then we'll wrap it up, Chris. The one thing I'm worried about. There are two back-to-backs in the next 2 weeks. Friday, Saturday, this week, and then Saturday, Sunday, the following week. So, and then it doesn't seem to slow down after that. It just gets faster. So, okay. Anything else? Nope. Love beating the wild. Wild suck. Minnesota's a terrible place to live. Yeah. I like. Is that the only reason why? (laughs) Is that the only reason why you came on the pod tonight? Just to trash the Minnesota wild? Yes, sir. That is correct. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, we don't get to play them anymore for the rest of the season. That's the Aww. bad thing. Like we're we're not even halfway through the season. We're close, but not halfway nope. through the season, and we're done. That no sucks. more free points. That's yeah, terrible. exactly, exactly. All right, guys. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Those of you that are live, uh, we appreciate y'all coming on live. I know it's late. Uh, church night came in late. Sorry, Chris. I know I was late. It was it was my fault. We did it late, just to clear things up. But uh, there's even more of you that are listening afterwards. Really appreciate you guys listening. If you like anything you've heard today, please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. Go and check out StarcasticRemarks.com and also StarcasticRemarksShop.com for all the latest info on our uh, merch. It's the best way to support us and what we do. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you all have a good, fantastic morning afternoon evening whenever you guys are listening christian do us a favor and take us out gg boys